ஓம் ஸ்ரீ சாய்ராம் வெல்கம் டு தி ஃபார்ட்டி ஃபர்ஸ்ட் எபிசோட் ஆஃப் பிரசாந்தி சந்தேஷ் வி தேங்க்யூ சின்சியர்லி ஃபார் ஆல் யுவர் சப்போர்ட் அண்ட் என்கரேஜ்மெண்ட் த டாபிக் ஆஃப் தி டே இஸ் திஸ் வாட்ச்ஃபுல்னஸ் we watch and we should be watchful and we should be in that watchful state what i say watchfulness we watch good but we have to be watchful in every field and ultimately that should become our quality what i mean by watchfulness we should watch whatever that has been happening in our life if we just examine how our social relationships are when we smile and so hello do we really mean it when we go on nodding our head in approval what the other man says do we really mean it therefore when i when once i'm watchful of what i'm doing i will understand that i have been doing many things have been saying many words that i do not mean and all the words are not authentic in other words i am not real i would i put on a false face a pretense there's no love there's no friendship therefore in our social relationships there's more and more of falsity than reality therefore we have become so deceptive we are not able to impress anybody it is absolutely necessary to know that you have to share anything through our being not sharing whatever the mind prompts not saying whatever mind wants us to say we should share right from our being which is absolutely necessary sharing from our being i mean wholeheartedly that's why we say i wholeheartedly say meaning you commit you say from your very being that is the reality that is real and it's not any pretense and how is it possible how is it possible it is possible that we can communicate from our being when once we act free from the past because we have got all the past within us that got imprinted and from that background we begin to look at things and we begin to communicate 
This is all the dust, the garbage that has accumulated over the past several years or even lives for that matter. This makes us more and more deceptive, hypocritic. We are not able to reflect our reality. I am not able to see my image in a mirror, though I stand in front of it. The reason is, the mirror is covered by the dust. The dust of the past. Therefore, that dust of the past is nothing but the mind. It is absolutely necessary to drop the mind if I want to be real. This is what I mean by watchfulness. Do not think of the past and act and speak. Don't keep in view of the future and then act now. Certainly not. Everything, thought, word and deed, all the three in unison, in perfect harmony, together, are based on the present, here and now. If they are all in the present, this is what I mean by watchfulness. Absolutely necessary. Then what, do I, what else I mean by watchfulness? Watchfulness meaning we should be watchful of our desires. Life has become burdened because of desires more and more. One desire fulfilled today will lead to another desire. Like that, we are caught between the chain of desires. After all, a desire that, is, that has come now is nothing but either an unfulfilled desire of the past. An unfulfilled desire of the past is the desire in the present expecting fulfillment in future. Therefore, it is of one a continuous process. Desire in the, in the past unfulfilled gets, gets once again awakened in the present, waiting for its fulfillment in the future. This is rather ridiculous. We have got to be watchful of the desires so that when once we are watchful, full of this watchfulness, the desires will become less and less. The funny thing is, some people would say they desire God. <laughs> How funny it is. You desire God? Where do you think He is? Do you know His form? Do you know His address? Do you know where He resides? Do you know how to communicate with Him? Why do you desire Him? You desire Him whom you never met, whose residence you do not know, and you have no appointment with Him. You continue to desire Him. Why? It looks rather ridiculous. 
Why? Actually speaking, our scriptures, devotees, sages, seers, saints, aspirants, sadhaks, all scriptures of all religions say that God is everywhere. He is omniscient, omnipresent and omnipotent. When God is everywhere, why should you desire Him? If I say, I desire air, meaningless. If I say, I desire earth, meaningless. If I further say, I desire space, meaningless. You are in the space. You are on earth. Your, your hand, you are having your feet on earth, right? You are an earthly creature. So, there is nothing like saying that, I desire space, I desire earth, I desire air. The air is already ready for you to breathe. So, that which is everywhere, that which is available, that which is well spread, don't need to be desired. Therefore, when once we stop that desiring, you will begin to feel that which has already been there, ready for us. In other words, it is our neglect, it is our indifference that is responsible for such kind of a desire or desiring God. Let us go deep into these things. Then we will understand what desireless, desirelessness is. The more I am desireless, the more happy I will be. And then watchfulness means the another aspect. We suffer every time, whatever, because I do something and I don't get anything out of it. Doing is clear, but the result is not clear. Performance, I know. The result, I do not know. The result, I, though I do not know, but I want the positive results. Action, my effort, should bear positive results towards the end. Well, so far as we are in action, our karma, there is no fault. And we have got to do it. We have to be in the field of action. As Baba says, karma mana puttu jantu, karma mana vurdhi chindi chanun. Karma me karnamu narunaku sugadukha milalo. Swami says, it is this action responsible for our birth. And in this field of action, we return. And this action is responsible for pain and pleasure on earth. Then why do we suffer when action is inevitable and dispensable? The problem is, when I have the feeling that I am doing, that is a big problem. In other words, doership. When I have this feeling of doership, I develop pride and ego. That's how the action is, is polluted, the beginning itself. Then coming to 
the result of it. I want to own the result. I want to claim the result. You want to be enjoyer of the fruits of your action. Kartrutva, that kind of doership. Bhoktrutva, the feeling of enjoyership. Well, the result automatically comes to you. You enjoy automatically. But why do you want to have the feeling that I only should enjoy? That I am the enjoyer. Why? These two, Kartrutva, the doership, and Bhoktrutva, the enjoyership, are the two responsible facets of action. This is the cause for all our suffering. Then what is the remedy out of it? When I begin to feel that I am, I am not the doer, that I am an instrument in the hands of the divine, you have come out of this kartrutva bhava or the doership. In other words, you begin to feel that you are just an instrument. So when you are an instrument, naturally you will never have a claim on the result. Then doership dropped and then naturally it will not take you to the other facet, the other side, bhoktrutva or the enjoyership. When you are not the doer, how can you be the enjoyer? When once you feel that I am an instrument in the hands of God, that he is doing everything through me, well, the result also does not belong to me. That's how bhoktrutva or enjoyership can be given up. When once we are free from this doership and enjoyership, the life will be very, very happy. We have to be watchful of these facets of action. We too have to be watchful of the life as such. We want the life of repetition. We want the replicate the life. We want a carbon copy, prototype. This is the cause for the boredom and unhappiness. And it will not be like that. Life will not be in the same way throughout. Even if you like it, simple example, you may be in the highest position of office. You cannot continue throughout your life. You may be healthy today and you may not be healthy tomorrow. You are quite young today and is sure that you will be old very soon. Therefore, well, the thing is, we have to know that life is a continuous flow so that there will be no regrets. We know some of the old people speaking of their younger days. You know, when I was young, this had happened. Well, that is gone. Why do you speak of it now? How am I interested in your youth? Some people say, when I was in office, I did this. Well, how does it affect me? How does it satisfy you? Meaning, I refuse to understand that life is a continuous flow. Life is not stagnation. Life is vital. Life is active ever-flowing river.
let us accept it and understand the change reconcile welcome the change that is watchfulness then our life just continues like that if you ask some people how are you chalta hai duniya life is going on like that is it so is life going on like that unnoticed how unfortunate it is life has become mechanical life has become automatic a routine a robot life it's not so watchfulness wants me to de automate de automatization de automatization meaning it has been automatic now i should reverse it de automatization how does it happen to make the life is not automatic not a routine what i should do is i should be aware i should be watchful i should be conscious of whatever i am doing when i am eating i should be fully conscious when i am walking i should be highly conscious when i am reading that let that be conscious reading because these things are done in an automatic way in a mechanical way we lost the taste of life let us think of this aspect so that life would be so beautiful de automatization the next thing is this let us be watchful of other other as other point we say we say this is good that is bad how do you say that the good and bad are the distinctions that you made basing on your temperament basing on your attitude what is good for you may not be good for the other man what is bad for you is very good for the other man what is good in summer is not good in winter what is good in winter is not good in summer so good and bad are not absolute they are only after they are only after all relative they go on changing with the times and circumstances you cannot simply hold on to this branding classifying categorizing people and things good and bad like that no let us be watchful that nothing like good and bad no these are from the same source divine this will understand when we get into meditation the man of meditation will never brand anybody good or bad will never categorize anything good or bad then we have to be watchful of another thing which is very necessary we are not able to accept the other son is not ex- is not prepared to accept father as he is wife is not able to accept husband as he is vice versa why because husband wants the wife to be in the way he designs to be in the way he wants so also same 
the son wants father to be in the way he wants the father wants the son to be in the way he likes why is that possible it is not possible but when once we accept the other as they are life becomes the very heaven and paradise husband is like that very good i accept him as he is wife very good i accept her as she is same relationship with everybody with colleagues in our offices with our friends outside let us accept any person as he is let us not have any expectations about that person because when once you go on dividing things like that your expectation and the reality like this life becomes really boring life becomes poisonous but when once you do not divide like that life is wholesome and holy and after all we can also understand we can help everybody every person to be himself i love that you should be yourself i want you to be want you to be yourself i don't dictate and i don't design your life for that matter i help you to grow this is what is necessary my friends there is also another point which i want to draw your attention in our spiritual path we can grow together as in sankirtana or choir or mass singing or i can be alone and meditate these are the two paths one come as a community i work number two as an individual i i prefer to work just let me be watchful what my temperament is if i feel encouraged to be in a group and work yes by all means join the group and work for that you need love but the second way yes i want to be alone i want <coughs> i want to meditate good yes so this loneliness is for meditation this kind of group activity is based on love but i would rather put it like this it is both you can be in a group with all the love towards everybody and you can also meditate left to you when you are all alone with focused attention in other words you will have the joy of the community and the thrill of being alone left to yourself this is what i mean by watchfulness since we are not watchful the life has become automatic mechanical and boring my friends let us watch let us be watchful let the whole day or the life pattern be based on watchfulness let it be our attitude sai ram